This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker's Dental and DSO podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Dr. Brandon Prusha, owner of Compass Dental. Dr. Prusha, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Thank you for having me, Laura. Now, I know we've got a lot to talk about, but before we dive into our larger discussion, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and your background? Sure. I attended the University of Missouri, Kansas City Dental School. I graduated in 2010 then promptly moved to Chicago, and I worked for a couple of offices for two years and then went out on my own. I purchased nine offices and then merged them into four locations and gone since then. Wow, that, that's amazing. So what was it like to just go out and uh, purchase these locations and, and kind of go at it independently? I think it's definitely something that, you know, a, a lot of dentists and, and dental executives look at and say, hey, you know, that's not an easy thing to do. So what was it like to, to uh, kind of build your, your practice and organization in that way? You know, it's fun for me. I've always been in business. I've uh, had a business since I was nine years old. So it's always something that's interested me. And for me, it was always finding a good office that was longstanding, great patients, great staff, and that um, just kind of fit my, uh, you know, what I look for in offices, you know, as far as um, patients that don't have insurance, that have insurance, and, you know, the demographics I look for. Um, I've looked at a lot of offices over the years, and there's just a specific, you know, type of office I I go after. And uh, I've been fortunate. Uh, I've helped a lot of people, a lot of dentists that are retiring that don't know where to turn. And you know, I, I've learned a lot on the way along the way. I've made plenty of mistakes along the way, but always learning is you know what I like to do. Absolutely, that makes sense, and you know, it is great to hear. So uh, looking at where we're at right now, what are some of the trends that you're most closely focused on in dentistry as well as healthcare at large? So from a clinical perspective, I'm constantly reading about signs in patients' mouths about oral systemic issues with the pandemic, such as COVID-19, monkeypox, as we've now been dealing with. It shows up in the mouth, and I'm seeing a lot of signs of these different diseases in the mouth first. And I'm always talking to staff about, you know, looking for these signs and then telling, you know, discussing with the patient, hey, if you haven't been to your, you know, primary care physician for a while, you ought ought to go. And what's amazing to me is how many people have just totally not gone to the doctor, dentist, anything for three years, basically going on, going on three years. So it'll be, you know, it's interesting to see what's happening. As far as from a business perspective, I'm always researching the trends with insurance companies. What they're trying to do is, are is lowering reimbursement rates. You know, a lot of them are, you know, rejecting treatment that we do, you know, and so that's difficult. Also, always watching the supply supply chain issues for supplies that we order from a dental from our dental need, and then um, you know seeing what staff compensation is going for because everybody's you know wanting more money. So I've got to be fair to my staff. I've got to be fair to the business. So there's a lot going on, and 
Um, you know, obviously I look for, you know, I'm reading about new products and technology that are coming out in the market that are, you know, of, of interest that will make the patient experience better. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that makes a lot of sense, you know, and it's just so interesting to hear about the evolution of, um, you know, what the pandemic's done to oral care and, and how people are seeking out dentists and dentistral work. And then too, you know, thinking about, I, I just didn't realize that monkeypox has such an effect or could have an effect on your oral health care. So that's really interesting and helpful to know. And, you know, when you look at uh, your plans for the future, um, how do all of this kind of thinking about how these things could play out, there's a lot of unknowns there. How are you looking at growth and development and change going forward? So fortunately, growing my offices, I don't do a lot of marketing. Um, we were in all of my offices, I've really picked neighborhoods in a suburb. They're very densely populated. Um, I, I'm not the type that likes, you know, I'll, you'll never see a mailer come out from my office for a, a special on new patient specials. I just, I feel like that attracts the wrong kind of patient. Um, and so uh, a lot of my offices grow just organically through word of mouth. It's, it's kind of interesting to see. The one thing with my offices, that they've grown immensely since the pandemic because not very many people are coming downtown anymore to their dentist. A lot of people are working from home or, you know, they simply just don't want to come downtown Chicago anymore. Uh, the city has changed quite a bit in the last few years. So I, we get tons of new patients from that alone. Absolutely. That makes a lot of sense, you know, and definitely um, is good to hear that you're still able to grow and thrive despite some of the changes within the workspace. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, You know, when you look at just, again, um, thinking about that growth and development, are there any investments that you're making within the practice in, in, uh, you know, anything you're adding, any technologies or um, other types of capabilities that will really help you thrive in the future? Uh, one thing I did in 2021 was I put all my offices on a cloud-based software. So all of my providers can look at their schedule from home, you know, and I can be anywhere in the world on Wi-Fi and see what's going on in all of my offices. And that's really helped, you know, being able to, if I get an emergency call from a patient, I can log right into their chart and see what's going on any allergies, if I have to call them in a prescription, you know, there's, that's been so helpful and it's really, it's so streamlined. Um, it's great. Um, as far as other investments, more staff training and um, better, comp- more compensation. Um, it's very important to keep the employees very happy because I've got a great staff and I've just found when you treat your staff well, they treat the business like their own. And so it's, it creates a very good experience for not only me, it, it also, it's great experience for the patient employees where, you know, people don't think of it as work. They don't think of it as, you know, a lot of patients aren't, they can just tell they relax when they come in versus a lot of other dental offices. Absolutely. That makes a lot of sense. It is great to hear. Awesome that you've been able to create that type of environment within um, your office space. So uh, my last question here before we wrap up is what is exciting you most about the future and what makes you nervous? So I think what excites me the most about the future is the technology that's coming out. 
we know our anesthetics have changed. You know, it's just not a painful experience like it used to be. I have so many patients that are just, you know, they're like, wow, that doesn't hurt at all. And, you know, it's so they they really they don't mind coming in. It's and I think that's only going to continue to improve. And it's just so much more efficient than it used to be. And it's kind of crazy. I've only been practicing for 12 years and it's just a whole different world now than it was 12 years ago. And and for the better, you know, it's it's great. Um, you know, it's less trips to the dentist for a crown. It's you know, everything's much more precise. It's just the materials. They just continue to improve every year. Yeah, absolutely. I think that very much aligns with a lot of what we're seeing. And you've mentioned this too, both directly and indirectly, but thinking about that patient experience and making things easier for the patient, whether it's fewer visits to get their treatments, less pain, um, you know, in really seeing that dovetail into just efforts to uh, kind of grow your reputation and grow your practice um, organically as well. So it's just, it's been really interesting to hear about how um, that patient experience can really be a difference maker for dentists and dental organizations, um, you know, w- when they're, you know, thinking about what it will take in order to be a, a thriving organization in the future. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, and it's funny when I, I don't practice nearly as much as I used to, but all my patients, they know that if they know me well enough, they'll know that I bring in great doctors great staff that they know that I care about them. And so they don't mind seeing doctors that work for me because they know I've taken a lot of time to choose because at the end of the day, it's my name. So I have to make sure that everything is in line and everything's being taken care of and, you know, everything goes smoothly. Absolutely. That's a really great point. Dr. Prusha, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. This has been a really fun and informative discussion, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Thank you so much.